Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on, Charlie? How are you? I am good. Excited to talk about some new anime, some good returning ones, mm. and some just lit, lit new ones. Some lit new ones. Yeah, Graham, how are you, my friend? What's happening? I'm very well, thank you. I'm enjoying my tasty beverage. Indeed. Nice thing to have whilst we talk about the spring 2022 anime season roundup as we uh, want to do. We always do this every anime season. So we're going to talk to you about what new shows we're watching at the time of recording this podcast. Just the third episodes of most shows are now starting to come out. So we've had a bit of time to you know watch a few things, drop a few things, and we're just going to give you what we think is worth watching, what's not worth watching, and you can follow our recommendations or you can't. It's up to you. So <laughs> let's talk about the show of the season, Hotly anticipated. We've mentioned it a couple of times. I think in your first ever episode about the manga. Yeah, I think I've Manga vs. Comics, we, we brought yeah. it up. It's been a hotly anticipated manga for a long time. And it's absolutely killing it. Left, right, and center. So Graham, why don't you talk to us about Spy X Family or Spy Family? Yeah, what is it? It's well, a spy, spy Family. Time it's a spy family. family. It's a bit like Hunter Hunter or Hunter X Hunter. You actually dropped the X, I believe. I think it's a spy family. I think it's just spy family. Spy family. But it's spelt spy X family. So take that as you will. If you want to Google it. Chuck the X in. Chuck the X in. But if you want to say it and not look like a dope, like I just like did. Like a rube. Like a rube. Like a fool. Like a goddamn rube. <laughs> goddamn fool. I was uh, saying Hunter X Hunter for too long. I still say it. I, I would say Hunter come, X Hunter. It's like Swickadin and Sakodin. It's called Sakodin. I'm done. A, don't put a random letter that. in there. Like all the collaboration thing. You say it's this, X, this. I'm like, don't put the fucking don't put that in there. Anyway, let's talk about Spy Family because it is very good. Graham. First, I'd like to start off with saying what a pleasure and an honor it is to go first for once. Hey. I'm normally in the back quarter with some shit. <laughs> and now I'm up here in the, the lofty the- heights of Sam. <laughs> I'm giving you the best show. I don't me? even have the notes to back it up. God damn it. One chance. <laughs> it's a show called Spy X Family. <laughs> it's already failed. We're done. It's done. Yeah, I'll give you the little brief synopsis of it. So Spy X Family created by Tatsuya Endo. It's about two nations, two warring nations, but maybe a Cold War situation. Don't really know the setting. Maybe Eastern Europe kind of feels like that. It's like and a it, fictional Eastern yeah, Europe. Yeah, Cold War, spy, Bond type deal. Uh, and Classic Bond. Yeah. yeah, and it follows the mission of the main protagonist whose code name is Twilight. I don't think we know his real name, do we? I think it's just Twilight as far as I'm aware. Yeah, he has thousands of names, obviously, because he's a he's going yeah, he's international he's man of mystery. He's going yes. as Lloyd Fortune. Um, and he Lloyd. is... The leader he's got to get to is uh, super occlusive. The only thing he does tend to attend to is the activities of his son, who's in a very elite boarding school. So Twilight has to sort of make a family. He has to adopt a daughter. He has to try and get that daughter into the school so that he can do his spy Mishigos. And he also has to get a wife as well. And the particular people that he sort of, I, I don't want to say recruits because he actually adopts the daughter. Mm-hmm. Her name is Anya, who it turns out has psychic powers. Of course. Which is such a great little element to the show. It's it, great. It adds so much comedy and I want to protect her from everything. <laughs> like the whole thing about her, like her favorite foods are peanuts and she hates carrots. I'm like, yeah, of course you do. And I love her, man. She's so good. Um, I and, love that she's also an idiot. Like it's oh, so she's, like, yeah. she, yeah, she, she is. is. Great character. Because she can read minds, you know, you kind of think like, 
genius kid, but it's like even an actual six-year-old could read minds. Like it's quite realistic. Like she literally so doesn't. Good. Like it's so good. And she's got so, like because she's a child, she has no real life experience as well. So when they measure her for her school uniform, the tailor's like, "I'm going to measure you. I'm going to measure you now." And her response is, like, "I'm being sold." It's such a and then because she's been brought back to the orphanage. Yeah, many times. yeah. So she gets so there she, real cheap because. Uh, She's well, the guy just gives her away. Yeah, and he's she's just brought like, back so many times because everyone freaks out when they, they don't know she can read minds, but obviously she's off because she's doing things because she's reading minds, right? So yeah. The guy who runs the adoption agency was like, yeah, she's one of my finest. Yeah, she's intelligent, blah. But his in a monologue, it was like, take that freak and get her, get her out, out of here. here. Yeah. <laughs> so that that relationship, the dynamic between them is even in a few episodes, you're like, this is great. It's great. It's I will, a- eventually this will bring me to tears at some oh, point. Because yeah. she knows obviously what her father's doing too. You know? Yeah, she, she thinks it's like, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, he's a, and he's he has no spy. idea that she can read yeah. minds. He's got no yeah. clue. She's like, he's literally thinking this girl's either a genius or she's an absolute idiot. <laughs> like, because she reads like the crossword she does in the orphanage, which like she fills out, but it's off of his answering yeah. the questions in real time. And there's a lot of that going on. And the other dynamic of the, the family is the wife who they meet at a tailor. I don't even know what it was. It was a tailor shop. It wasn't yeah. a tailor. It was yeah. a tailor shop. Her name is Yor. She's very quiet smoking, quite diminutive. But it turns out she is like, hardcore assassin <laughs> like a brutal assassin thorn princess thorn princess because yeah. she steals she kills people with giant spikes yeah and she's so hardcore but then in her workplace she's like a complete nobody and like yeah. gets bullied actually yeah know, hardcore like bullied and intense, she has to get a husband because in this particular society it's like if you're a single woman then you're accused of being a spy because like a spy activity is spying on everybody so, yeah, the cold so it's like thing. it just so happens that she fits perfectly into Needing like they all need to use each other for a goal. Yeah, to stay safe. But obviously they're going to develop oh, real gonna, emotions oh, and so feelings. Good. It's such a good premise because it's just like it's, it's, so it's batshit bonkers. You know what I mean? Which is everything I like about anime. You know what I mean? It's mm. just like you got the international spy, you've got the international assassin. They don't know that's Mister and Mrs. Smith kind of thing. Yeah. And then you're the Americans, and then you've got oh, but also the adopted daughter reads minds. And then a character who'll be arriving soon is a dog called Bond who can see the future. And then like I'm just like. Yes, yes, yes. This is everything I want in anime. It's batshit. It's crazy. It looks incredible. It does look great. It's being done by two studios simultaneously. When you talk a little bit about that, actually, it's quite interesting. Oh, you can film me on the studios because I completely forgot. I can. Cloverworks? So, Cloverworks and, and Studio Wit. Now, Studio Wit, obviously one of our absolute favorites here, Attack on Titan, the first three seasons. Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga. Sorry, I just started watching it. About, uh, you know, they don't, uh, the Great Pretender. Vivi Florette Eyes Song, so many wonderful, wonderful these are a subsidiary of Production IG, who I'll talk about later in one of my shows. It's very interesting because, like when I mentioned, I think it was the winter season a couple back, I talked about a show called Tucked Up Destiny, which was an anime original. One episode would be done by Madhouse and the other one would be done by Mappa, and they kept alternating until the end of the show. Quite interesting. Caused a bit of controversy because a lot of the fans were like, oh, wait a minute, that second episode by Mappa wasn't as good, and you know, all that crap. Um, I mean, it wasn't necessarily incorrect, but it was just like, calm down. So this one is being done by Wit and Cloverworks simultaneously. And first episode was Wit, second episode Cloverworks. Both excellent. I didn't Wit, notice fourth would be Cloverworks. any no, difference between either. them. Like, None at all. Uh, and it's it's interesting because obviously it's something that they're trying to do more. Because mm. the Tucked Up Destiny was at least in my to my knowledge, the first time I'd seen it done, at least in that capacity. Like a dual studio. A dual studio. Like, yes, yeah. studios often collaborate, often send work to each other to, you know, fix, finish, but never has I have I seen it where they actually alternate each episode. Clearly there's a director overseeing the whole process and the whole project, but it's quite an interesting thing. And I guess it, they do it to, to lessen workloads, which as we know, 
are a lot in the anime industry. So I think it's pretty interesting and it looks great. I think it's great, especially the studios are both on that same par. Mm. Like if you'd never told me the two studios were doing it from episode to episode, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Like I think beautifully animated in both episodes. It looks great. And the top comic timing's still great in the it's second funny. episode. That proposal scene is so funny. It's <sighs> actually really funny, you know, like, and it's, again, I've, we talked about in the comedy episode, like a lot of anime comedy I find hard to sort of translate, you know, into the into a Western, through a Western lens. But uh, this one is pretty easy to to digest, you know. It's um, it's batshit, you just heard the premise. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's so, it's, it's mental, but it's fun. It's spies, it's assassins, but it's also hilarious. Wholesome as well. It's so wholesome. Yeah. Like the scene where she snuggles up to him on the couch and stuff like that because she's like, oh, this guy might be the one that actually I get to stay with. Might be my father. Oh, this yeah. might it's be so my wholesome. thing. And it's just, they're just napping. I'm like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah, it's, it's great. Lloyd it's, is best boy. Lloyd is, Lloyd is best boy. Right. You're Lloyd fan, huh? Of course. I mean, his name's Twilight and he's, he's pretty fucking hot as well. He's a hot spy who sleepy, has a heart though. of... Gold. Not very sleepy. He looks like he, he, he slept on a couch sleep. in the first episode. <laughs> He's tired. He's living a double life. Yeah, it was yeah. napping. Yeah. He's pretending to be a psychiatrist. I love his covers for like how, why he's like literally oh, punching that's, people that's great. in the face. He's With just your... like concussive therapy. Like, he's like, I'm a psychiatrist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Anya always saying like, dad is a liar. Like, yeah, so yeah, just yeah. like, dad is a liar. <laughs> that's so good. You know, Spy X Family or Spy Family, check it out. It's the hit of the season. You can't really go wrong. The, the manga is so well regarded. It's firing on all cylinders and there's only been, what, just the two episodes, two episodes at the time yeah. of recording this podcast. It's only going to get better and better. So um, check it out. Now I will go with uh, <laughs> Mr. Number Two. In the middle. <laughs> in the middle. I've been criticized for this by these two for an, or either opening or closing. So I think now, I'm always in the middle. Yeah, mm. often. Are you, you close sometimes. Yeah, anyway. I don't any, care. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Flash is to be really yeah. like kicking up an absolute it, tantrum about <laughs> it. Like, pause. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to talk about a sequel, uh, but I haven't talked about the show before. However, around about a year ago, we actually spoke to the composer of this very show, one Kevin Penkin, and the OST, the original soundtrack, is absolutely outstanding. The show is called The Rising of the Shield Hero. Follows a 20-year-old university student and a taku called Naofumi Iwatani, who, upon inspecting a book in the local library, is whisked away to another world. It's oh, we've never heard of this before. It's it's so it's pushing boundaries. It'll never work. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's a foolish premise. The world is a medieval fantasy setting with video game-like mechanics. Again, shocking, cra- crazy, out of out of control originality. He is summoned as one of four legendary heroes who are tasked. We're defending the world from the waves, which are a series of calamitous events where waves of monsters simply rain down from the sky. Whenever these, they've got a huge dragon glass, which sort of times it. Uh, whenever the sand runs out, the waves arrive. And it's sort of seemingly random, it changes whenever they arrive, but they can always see it through the, when the glass runs out. The four heroes are the sword hero, the lance hero, the bow hero, and finally, Naofumi, who is the shield hero. It's like, <laughs> you got the dead nerd. What's <laughs> like you, point Dexter? Um, so the shield hero immediately, everyone's like, this guy sucks. Like they hate, he's no, given no chance to prove himself, and that like, the king just hates him on sight because he's the shield hero, right? So that's important later. The king harbors a rather intense animosity towards Naofumi, and when it comes to the heroes to attain their party members, Naofumi is left alone, unchosen. It is then that one of the Lance Heroes party members decides to join Nerfumi. So the two of them set off on a journey to level up and upgrade their equipment and prepare for the waves. However, after Nerfumi's first night at the local inn, he is abruptly woken up by the palace guards who are furious and drag him in front of the irate king. His party member, whose name is Mine, 
<sighs> yes. Who it later turns out is actually yeah. the king's daughter. That's a spoiler, but not a big one. You learn that pretty quick. She has falsely accused Neofumi of sexual assault. And given Neofumi is actually integral to the world's uh, prosperity, uh, you know, the four heroes must fight the waves or else they'll all die kind of thing. He's actually not sent to jail or anything, but he is sent back out into the world, ostracized entirely. The whole world hates him. Everyone, you know, basically spit on him when he walks by because they think he's a sex pest, a criminal. And, you know, fair enough, but of course it's all lies. And that comes out later. Uh. As to why that is. spreading a great narrative, is it? No, it's not. Uh, No. (laughs) You got to like. There are some problems problems in this show. It's basically highly unlikely that someone's going to falsely accuse, but let's make an entire storyline about it. Uh, A good, my friend Lockie, who will appear on the show soon, I've mentioned several times, he he made a good point. It's like, man, this show kind of feels like an incel got cancelled and then wrote a show about it. (laughs) Like 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So look, there are some problematic. Issues there, but Naofumi goes out into the world and makes his way as the shield hero. And you know, things get better, they get worse. He builds a team, etc. 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 It's a stock standard isekai, okay? And it's kind of trashy and some problematic content, you know. And of course, there's elements of like harmony things. Again, it never actually goes there, thankfully. Thankfully, it's it's sort of it's on the periphery and it's indicated, but it never goes there. Thankfully, that's one thing I will certainly Doesn't he have a for. slave girl? Yeah, it's not great. Um, oh, it's not I great. I don't know about this. <laughs> but, he's like, but he's like helping her. He like, but he like yeah, gets a slave, slave and she's like, but I'll follow you anyway. Yeah. It's, look, he's like, tries to free like her, but slavery. she's like, I'm here. <laughs> Isn't she like a child as well? Yeah, it's not great. Like, it's there, there are some <laughs> real problems here. Um <laughs> It's really popular, but oh, like I can't wait to see how you turn this one around. <laughs> I don't, I can't really. Uh, yeah. It's like, do, do I like this show? Not really. Like, it's it's fine. Um, it's huge, right? Like, it's huge. It's I so see popular. those really T-shirts around yeah, quite a lot. It's really and stuff, and it's not yeah, as, okay. Look, <laughs> I don't want to put my anime blinkers on. It sounds worse than it is. <laughs> but look, like, I thought if you could have just you met my slave girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. She's 13. It's bad. It's really bad. But it's not as bad as, like, it's not Mashuko Tensei bad. He doesn't like okay? act on this shit. Never. Never, thing, never, never. The character never. isn't actually no, he never a does anything bad. He doesn't actually yeah, okay. do this no. stuff. It's just they that obviously the author him. is like, maybe like, wouldn't this be sick if this happened? Yeah. <laughs> like it's more kind of like, it's more like Game of Thrones style of like, yes. someone just wrote it with some wishful thinking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like hundred you know? percent. And like, yeah. it's not, like yeah. I say, it's actually the main character is not actually. Yeah. No, he's that. actually pretty straight laced. He's quite funny. Slave Charles, but, yeah, but, it's, but against the he tried to free her. He, tries he tried. Free he tried so hard. <laughs> actually, he does. Collar just wouldn't come off. But, is uh, she free? And then she just like, <laughs> then she goes in him anyway. to go back. I don't know, man. But that's Stockholm syndrome. I know it is. Look, I'm not trying to defend these parts of it. I don't know. It's not that great. Okay. That's a pretty normal, to be fair, that's a pretty normal trope. Like, if you slave I free, they just come right back. Oh my God. Look, like I said, do I, would I actually like say that you should go and watch this show? Probably not. But this is season two we're talking about. This is season two. And it's very popular. And like, again, if if you're into isekais, if you're an isekai person, well, you've probably already watched it. If you aren't an isekai person, well, I'm not going to say you got to go watch this. ReZero is what you should watch. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you should watch if you want to watch an isekai. Not this. Because this is just trope central. And, you know, again, it subverts a few tropes here and there. But, like... Um, Let me guess. The shield power actually is the best one. How did you guess? I don't know. How did you guess that? I guessed it. That's wild, <laughs> What man. is the shield power, though? Oh, it actually does some crazy things. Because, because he's so hated 
and has to sort of make his own. And he ends up being quite sort of ruthless and sort of being like everything he does, he does for money. And he's like, I'll save this village. But you'll pay me. Slave children. <laughs> <laughs> Basically because because of the hate, the hatred actually feeds the shield. Ah. Uh, it's sort of part of like the curse. Oh. There's a curse element of it. Not entirely, but there's one part of the power which the curse. Wow, did the, did the daughter know about that? Was actually playing a long game? No, no, no. They, oh, okay. they just hate him. I don't him. know. God forbid they were just like. No, 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 they just hate him. The king just loads him on, on sight. So I'm guessing like in. Because these guys are taking up mantles that other people The previous possess. shield? It's the previous shield who I fucked with the king and he hates him uh, um, on principle. I've spoiled that. But um, it's pretty obvious from the start. Like, why is this guy so anim- and with such animosity at, at Nehafumi for no reason, man? Uh, that's why. The so, Shield like, season the shield. five. <laughs> like, good show. Good show. I feel like no one ever watched The Shield. So except good. for you. You're yeah. obsessed with The and Shield. And I got all my friends into it. Friend Everyone of mine loved it. Loved The Shield. Dude, he those who know. No. Is okay. he the real shield hero? The no. real shield hero is Michael Schickless. Big Maggie. Yes. <laughs> like, that's the real Michael shield Schickless. hero. You don't see him right. He was in the, he was in the he Fantastic was in Four. Fantastic Four. That's the thing. But that's been it, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, he's popped up every now and then. Which Fantastic Four? The bad one. They're all bad, aren't Sorry, they? the first bad one. Oh, right. I was going to say, which is the new one? 2004. Oh, the Jessica Alba, yeah. Chris Pine? And, and no, no, no. It was um, Chris Evans. Iron Gruffin. Chris Evans. And Chris Evans. Chris Evans, a young Chris Evans. And Michael Schickless. Of the shield, uh, <laughs> maybe they, maybe he died and they just buried him in that costume, and we just don't know about it. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, the maybe he got reincarnated as a shield hero. As a shield hero, he is now Fumi Iwatani. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's why the king hates him. He's like, I hate the Fantastic Four. <laughs> you offended the my sensibilities. So yeah. <laughs> wow, that was deep. Look, uh, just quickly, it was originally like all. Isekai. It was originally a web novel by Aneko Yusagi. It was later then picked up by Media Factory and published as a light novel with illustrations by Sierra Minami. Then it was, of course, picked, picked up by Kimena Citrus, who made um, Made in Abyss, uh, which, of course, is why Kevin Penkin did the music because he was working with them on Made in Abyss. And the music is fantastic. It really, really is. It's like one of the best parts of it. And, uh, yeah, directed by Takeo Abo, who made Made in Abyss. He also worked on Cowboy Bebop and Black Lagoon. So, like, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, some of the fight scenes are a bit lame. So, like, again, I watched this whole thing in, in preparation. And I had to catch up on a whole season. So, you're welcome, everyone. And I was not not really Don't that impressed. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. <laughs> you did this to yourself. I did this to myself. I know. I'm lashing out. I'm lashing out. You just wanted to watch it the whole time. Not really. And no, I did. No, I've heard mixed things about it and I was interested. Mixed is fair. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I'm a little bit of a sucker for an isekai. So am I. Like, I'm kind of like, oh, because I kind of want it to happen to me. You know, like, but not maybe not this world. (laughs) Maybe another world where, like, you know, things go well. Not ReZero. ReZero is the roughest. In fact, they're actually all bad in hindsight. I haven't learned anything about isekai. Sort out online. There's one lesson. <laughs> That'd be so okay. Online. If you're Kirito. Yeah, if you're sure. Kirito. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been reading too much uh, manoir. So every- yeah. Oh, so what was that? Manoir? Manoir. Yes, the oh, South geez. Korean. Broadway. I recently finished um, Beginning at the End. You read that? No, you read Solo. I've finished Solo Leveling, which mm. is like iconic. Manoir talk. Um, and also Omniscient. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Missing the reader's viewpoint is the best one. The okay. beginning after the end is pretty good. I would recommend. Sweet. Okay. It's little side. It's got a little bit of there. isekai. It's a little bit of Harry Potter. It's a little bit. It's got a little bit of everything. Okay. And it's really 145 chapters, and I'm just like 100 in. I was like, yeah, this isn't good. 
45, yeah. I was like, give me more. <laughs> it's funny. They're like these, this kind of genre we're talking about, they're all very similar and they're like the opposite same. of an Literally isekai. It's like one day a portal opened and the monsters come into the, our world. So then Ooh, we're like dealing with it. So it's like a reverse isekai. So that's Korea, why I Japan, love it. Japan, you know, the inverse. Just inverse, yeah. like, yeah. There, and it's all the same. Cultural diaspora, somehow. if you will. It's always someone who has the worst power ends up having the best power. Yeah. Like, same with the shield. Always. <laughs> so they're similar. Yeah. Same with Michael Chiklis. Same. There you go. <laughs> Just a big rock guy. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All right. That's Rising Shield Hero. Like like I say, if you're into Issa guys and you, you just want a kind of adventure rump, it's fine, but some problems. So, Charlie, what are you going to talk to us about? Oh, all right. Well, I won't talk about a sequel because you just did a sequel. So I'll talk about my original. Original. Not original, sorry. Adapted from a manga, mm-hmm. which I then went and read after watching his episode. So similarly to last time when I talked about Blue Period, I think this is a very similar show okay. uh, in terms of vibe. This one's called Dance, Dance, Dancer, uh, spelled D-A-N-S-U-E-R, which is actually a term for when a male ballet dancer has give, got given the right to play the prince. So apparently in terms of ballet, it's like you have the company, you have this like principal mm-hmm. dancers and everything. Being told that you're the dancer means that you're qualified to dance the prince role in things like oh. Swan Lake, which means that you can do anything. That's like the top tier. It's the top. And only certain dancers have like the, like the right build, look. Oh. Like you have to be, to be really hot. Basically, we've all seen Center Stage. Yeah, you're right? gonna be that guy. You're gonna be that guy. Yeah, it's just he's probably a dancer. I'd say. Yes, I'd say he almost certainly was. Um, but this show's called Dance, was. Dance, Dancer, and it is done by Studio Mapper, hey. which uh, uh, we, you know, they do everything. <laughs> so I wasn't shocked when the name popped up. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> another one for Mapper. But this is interesting. It it's sort of reminds me. I always forget that Mapper did Yuri on Ice. Yeah, it was their first show. Always forget, and that was Ooh, was one of them. Anyway. Yeah, and this show, I think, in terms of. The way, because there's a couple of animes about ballet. There's Princess Tutu. There's a couple of yep. them. And there's one called well, Welcome to the Ballroom. And it is not good. It's like terribly <laughs> animated and really problematic storyline. Okay. And I was worried this would be like that. Is anyway. it a dance show as well? Yeah, it's about ah. like a, a similar similar yeah, storyline, yeah, right, which okay. is like everyday guy. So it's about a character called Junpai who he goes, it opens with him as a young boy. He's at his sister's dance recital. He's like falling asleep and she's doing ballet. And she's second from the back. No one cares. She's not good. She's not going to make it as ballerina. She's not, this anime is not about her. I haven't got what it takes. She didn't care. So honestly. Uh, and then he's just like, when can I go home, mom, blah, blah. And then the next act, they're like, by the way, there's another act. And it's just like lit, ripped male ballet dancer doing this like amazing routine. And he's like transfixed by it. And then he's like, I want to do ballet. And his parents are a bit kind of like, all right. And his dad's this, um, this like martial arts uh, slash fight choreographer like guy, like in, right. in movies. So his dad's just like really manly kind of like yeah. Yeah. does. And he's he's okay with it. He's a bit kind of like, oh, ballet, like what? And then the kid doesn't really get that there might be some kind of gender like thing at play. So he's like, let's go. And then when he goes to go to the ballet school, he runs into a group of his friends from school who stop making fun of him. And so he goes, oh, like I don't really want to do it anymore. And then his dad passes away. And he is like, I'm now the, you know, the man of the family um, to look after his sister and his mother. He's like, I can't possibly do something as effeminate as ballet. That's the storyline. So then when it opens, you've got him in high school and he's actually a martial arts champion. So he's this, like, amazing martial artist. He's super fit. Like, he's really good. And that's, like, he's got, like, a natural aptitude for for things. Like, and that's Mm. why he he channeled it all into martial arts because it was the manly thing to do. Sure. Um, And yet... He mm. still secretly practices I ballet. I just want to dance. <laughs> yeah, it's but like it, yeah. and it's interesting because what happens is I'll, I'll set it up. He is in high school and this very beautiful transfer student, um, he who he's got a bit of a crush on, 
she starts playing the piano and he does like a variation of a martial arts move, but actually it's a ballet jump. So she's like, and then comes and finds him and she's like, that was amazing. Are you, do you do ballet? And he's like, no, no, like, well, I'd never do that. Like, that's I do dance so fight down, and, like, uh. <laughs> and um, he's like, oh, boys can't do ballet kind of thing. And then she basically just forces him to the ballet studio. And right. then he realises that he gets, like, more of a joy out of dancing ballet. He's, like, 13 or 14 in the story mm. um, than he ever did doing martial arts. And he, it's really a comment about toxic masculinity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not new ground, you know. This is Billy Elliot, the anime, yep. basically. It's not new ground that's been particularly with dance and that kind of thing. But I think I've never seen an anime that really so intensely, like, explores that that's idea. That's interesting, yeah. And well, because we- he is super masculine, this character is really masculine and mm. he still does do – and he's, like, really popular at school – and there's a juxtaposition. There's another character he's introduced who's been like a ballet prodigy for his whole life. And he openly talks about ballet, but like he gets bullied for it. So it's yeah, like right. a, but it's, a, but then he, the other guy, Junpai is kind of like, he, he, with all his heart, sort of just like, I wish I could just have the, the bravery just to be like, to say mm. what I want to do. It's really, really good. Uh, the one thing I was worried about with watching any kind of ballet or anything like that, uh, and even with Euro and Ice with the ice skating, obviously Mappa have got great experience in this, they're beautiful at it, but, like, there's something about the weight of dancing, like where mm, you do a yeah. leap and then you got to land it. They do it really well. I think it looks really good. Okay. Yeah, the ballet sequences themselves are really well animated. The characters are good. I think I really buy the characters' motivations too. Like, I buy that he's not immediately, like, he's sort of like, can't I play soccer as well as do ballet kind of thing? And then the teacher's like, if you want to do ballet, you're already starting late. She's like, you've got the perfect, like, he's got, like, perfect feet for it and physique for it. And she's like, you actually can't do things like soccer. You can't do taekwondo. You can't do any of this stuff because you will build mass, like, where you, and that's like, and I feel like I know ballet dancers. And I think this show is really good at just saying how hard it is. It's so, so hard. And I think that this kid is like, she literally is like, you're already too old, really. She's like, you can give it a shot. But so he's already kind of, I, I like it's not. I mean, obviously he's going the way he's going to be a prodigy and he's going to fucking probably be the dancer and blah, blah. But I think that it's – I think it's it's a good show. It reminds me of, like, working hard and, like, finding a love for it. And, like, you know, anime is so unashamed. Like, you know, he, like – It's a sports anime, he gets, like, Yeah, when he gets, like, the the tingle feeling and he, like, leaps and I'm like, yeah, do it. Like, it's like – it really reminded me of Blue Period in that way, but about dancing as opposed to art. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, really yeah. similar where someone who – has to work against all odds and is willing mm. to work on it. I also like the um, the fact that he's not, you know, he does struggle with the whole, like he struggles about wanting to appear a certain way and what other people think because of a lot more, it's not as easy as him being like, I'm just going to be myself. He's like, actually, no, I've got this really hectic inbuilt trauma where I think that I have to be masculine, whatever that means. And, like, it's a real, real, real mm. thing that I'm sure people yeah. go through. Well, I was a theatre boy in high school. And Were like, you? <laughs> He would never have guessed. Who'd have guessed? Um, you know, but you know, it was, it was a, and I went to an all boys school and it was like, it was a challenge because like I, you know, I played sports as well and stuff. I had to navigate that whole thing, you know, I mean, eventually, well, by the time I, I was like captain of drama by, by the end of my years there and stuff. But even by, by that point, it was sort of like, Hubble back. I was, no, no, but you know, I was accepted by the end of it. It was like, yeah. oh, Sam's, Sam does, Sam does drama, right? And he's like, he's good at it. You know what I mean? Like, whereas like, but it took a while. Yeah, it took man. a while to like for people to be okay with that. You know, I got, I got, Bullied for having singing lessons when I was like fourteen. Absolutely. Like- so when I when I was growing up in Scotland, my high school, which was nice with secondary, was conjoined with the the musical theatre of Scotland and the Royal Ballet Society of Scotland. Right. So you've got Glaswegian school kids, okay, middle to lower class, but then you're mixing with 
the cream of the crop of the Scottish dance sort of world. And they right. all intermingle. Um, and to see, as you get older, it got a lot better, but to see like how much shit yeah, like, dude. the ballet students would take from, you know, the local ruffians. It's a whole right thing. Term. You know what you mean? Like, yeah. And then as they get older, like the, the relationships change, but it's also because all these Pretty ballet mature. dancers are like peak physical form. Also, They're all yeah. six foot four and ripped and you're just like, oh, we can't get away with this shit anymore. But <laughs> well, but the, yeah. all the dancers yeah. are going to get you. They'll just <laughs> wild dancers. Dancers, they're going to get you. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, ballet dancers, I think, apart from maybe gymnasts, have the most ridiculous physics Oh, it was in insane. World. Crazy. It was insane. Even, you know, doing Phantom of the Opera, there's a ballet troupe in it. And so the whole section of the cast are ballet dancers, purely. Like, they, you know, they barely sing. It's just what they do. So they have a very, it was a very different experience to see how they functioned. Oh, the physical toll. In amongst, right. you know, a musical theatre show. We'd be doing all our musical theatre bullshit and they'd be doing like, <laughs> they're, they're there. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Hello my baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're in, there, they're in there like two hours early and they're warming oh, yeah. up and they're doing classes and they're like, it's so. Yeah, because you can't exactly stop. Like, oh, you yeah. Can't. And, like, yeah. and also fandom's like a blow off for a ballet dancer, you know what I mean? It's like they, they just make some money and go and do real ballet. You know, it's yeah. not real ballet. Like, you know, it's a little. This is money, you know. This isn't real. I don't know anything about ballet. Yeah, but it's Swan Lake. That's 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 one. That's all I got. (laughs) That's the main storyline of this. Is like he's gonna dance the prince solo with the girl, and the rival is playing the demon in it. So this sounds sick. It's so good. No, no, no. You're nice, but in ballet. But I mean, you know. Yeah, I feel like when I watch this stuff, and particularly when it talks about gender, as a female, I guess you could kind of. I was into the arts, and that was just a weird thing that was accepted by everyone. Yes, you know, it's like a. If you're a girl, it's fine. Like yeah. on a basic level, we're talking binaries here, but like this, the show is—it's not groundbreaking, and it's no, not, it's not new. But but it's not new, but I think it's still really relevant and interesting, and also just like it's nice to see, and it's a very easy show to watch. Yeah, uh, the character designs cool; they all look great. The dancing looks great. My map is a good studio, but very they good. know what they're doing. If you liked Blue Period, which I recommended last time, I reckon this is the one for you. Cool, right on, mm. Gray. What else you been watching this season? So I was tasked with watching um, Tomodachi Game, which is average. Yeah. A death match. It's. Uh, no. Well, this is the thing. That's what I thought it so was. So it's. It's, when I tasked it's, it. it's in that vein of. <laughs> I'll take it away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong. The reason I say it's not a death match, I watched three episodes and no one's died. Right. Okay. So it's about this. Um, it's a slow burn death it's match. It's a very slow burn. <laughs> Next episode might be a massacre. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, so it's about the main character is called uh, Yuichi. Um, he's the poor kid who has to work for everything. And then they, he's sort of saving towards they're going on a school trip, which I don't know where it's on. They don't even explain where it is. But it costs in total, it costs like 2 million yen to go. Okay. And then suddenly, the 2 million yen is stolen and no one knows who took it. Even though they gave the 2 million yen to this one high school chick. And I was like, why has she got 2 million yen for the high school trip? Surely that should go to a teacher. No one addresses that. But yeah, then they wake up in a mysterious room that looks like a classroom or a school type setting. And then there's this little, I don't even know what he is. He's a short fella, big head. And he's the sort of big smile. He's the, you know, he sets the rules and he's the guy who like makes all the jokes. But he's not funny. He's not, he's not cute. He looks shit. Um, he's terrifying in a way. Uh, not is this terrifying. Dango and Ropa is it the same thing. Similar, it like it. Similar. So then they he, they're sort of saying like, oh yeah, like one of you stole the two million yen. Like it's a group of friends. They're all best friends. They grew up, and the whole sort of thing is like, will they remain friends after everything is revealed? Of course. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but then they're just heaped on with more debt. 
It was saying, uh, so one of you owes 20 million yen. We're not going to tell you who it is, but someone has a reason to win this game. Everyone else has the debt of this money that went missing. Through these games, you'll either acquire more debt or you'll, by fucking people over, you'll lessen your debt. So they all have these like digital counters on them, which say their name, but on the backside is how much they owe. So it's deathmatch um, through finance. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's death. That sounds like my life. It's deathmatch <laughs> by shit economics. Me trying yeah. to live in my twenties. Let's say capitalism, baby. I got, I, <laughs> so the first game is they have to. There's like Bitcoin in the middle, and they all have to put a finger on it, and they sort of drag it to answer a yes or no question. Right. They're not allowed to speak. Um, the only person I have to speak is the person who uh, has the question. And the questions are like, is Mount Fuji the biggest mountain in Japan? And they have to answer yes, and the answer no. But then when they're reading the cards, they actually see that there's more stipulations, but they're not allowed to say what the stipulations are. Oh. So you can start to fuck people over to like pass debt on and stuff. Okay. Um, and all the games are sort of based around that sort of thing of you do something, you lessen your burden, you increase the burden of someone else, but everyone's sort of playing sort of game okay and are they pretty... kids playing it like, like high, schoolers? high schoolers high schoolers so okay. you've got you know you've got the shy how much girl money could you owe? like well one of them was 20 million yen i don't know what, how <laughs> what much are you that even is doing, babe get off not good <laughs> i don't know how much Stop. 20 million yen is but it sounds <laughs> like a lot <laughs> sounds like a lot yeah so yeah that's how the games are set i don't know because i'm only three episodes and i don't know if it's going to get to the point where you're at that squid game sort of dynamic where it right. was like dying and stuff this person's gonna die mm. the so but not actual deathmatch. I don't know. We're not far enough in to know of any of the games. They all seem very financial based. And right. I think this sort of all the whole idea of Tamagotchi games is sort of remaining friends. Right. But these these games are gonna stretch French. your ability to stay with friends and okay. your belief in yeah. your friends. There's okay. a famous manga series called Liar Game, which sounds mm. literally like this. Oh, it probably is. Yeah. Um, that I love. Is. Uh there's a but that's to do with like uh, it's like people who are like adults getting into it and you get like opportunities to play these like similar to Kaiji as well, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's more like, so it's like deathmatch style, but more like financial. Financial death. Because yeah. Kaiji's about that too. He just has to get out of right. his debt by it's playing sub, his game. There's a yeah. subgenre of deathmatch called financial <laughs> and death. And Squid Game just combine them both. <laughs> yeah, financial death. Financial death. It's, it's a real thing, people. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Well, in the first game, it's pretty much just them in a the classroom and they sort of do their thing and then goes awry mm. the second game is they're on a rooftop and they have this little box off the side and you have cards and you write a secret about someone and then like the, the, the more juicy the secret is like about so say if i was to write something about sam yeah like sam doesn't like wearing shorts because he's got chicken legs <laughs> that's true um yeah. then there's an uh, there's actually people watching it and they vote and like that's a really juicy subject oh. you get this much so you get to advance across the board um you do your own secret you can. But I owe on 20 how- million yen. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're star of the show. Depending on, but then you can also do blank cards. Oh. The blank cards, everyone just moves forward one, which was their plan. They're like, let's just do blank cards. We'll all get to there at the same point. But someone can't help themselves. Yeah, because the whole fucking thing is the relationship, the interpersonal relationship between someone is like, this guy secretly likes this girl. And this girl secretly hates that girl because of something it is. So that sort of plays into it. I kind of just sounds kind of cool, man. Like it's, 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 it sucks, but it's good. And it sucks and it sucks, but it's good. And it's good because it sucks. Yeah. It's like one of the, one of the secrets that came out and I was like, I didn't know what it was. Um, it turns out like one of the young girls did, um, compensative dating. Okay. Which I didn't know always was. I was like, what the fuck? And she's screaming and crying because this is a big secret is revealed. 
It ter- basically turns out it's like softcore pros- prostitution. Oh, for, like a call girl kind of thing. Yeah, because you know the age of consent in Japan was so low for a mm, while that you could good. pretty much rent a high school girl to <sighs> go on dates. God. And the whole fuck, the whole thing is supposed to be like, you know, you go to a movie, you go it's like rent a girl shops, like rent yeah. a girlfriend yeah, yeah, type yeah. stuff. But yeah. obviously there is that sort of darker side of things. Yeah. Of course. Um, and that was one of the secrets that came out. And this this girl was absolutely devastated. Fair enough. Um, and I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up. I was like, I don't know what com- this is girl freaking out. I don't know what this is. And I looked down, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. This is this is horrific. Yeah, fuck. Um, wow. So it's again, it's I think if you've watched Squid Game, you're like, well, oh, that's a pretty because no one's game, yeah. you know falling from a bridge through glass <laughs> God, to the so death. So, but it might go that way. I don't know. Yeah, right. It's too early okay, to there's only three it's episodes more, so far, right? Yeah, yeah. It's more psychological. It's more about stretching what a friendship is. Mm. Okay, so, this sounds have- so much like Liar Game. It I think at Liar Game is they get is. the option to leave at the end of the game and everyone always comes back because they want money. Like Squid Game. Yeah, well, I think yeah. The, the, well, Squid Game definitely borrowed a lot from Liar Game and oh, yeah. from Alice in Borderland and oh, from everything. All, but yeah. all of those shows, I think yeah. the whole but no deaths, like, don't get killed. Yeah, right. That keeps them all in place is the the money. Yeah, because like, they're all they're all in minus by the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I don't know the conversion. Is anyone killing it? Like, just... uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> one of the one of the guys freaks me out. Well, he doesn't freak me out, but he's a high school student. But he's got the deepest baritone voice you've ever heard of. And I'm like, you're not a high school kid. <laughs> random dude in a uniform. You know, that's Hello, fellow children. <laughs> so no one's really winning the game so far, but they're just like manipulation. Okay. This. This, like, you know oh, what? You remember I, I like you. Watch I'm going to watch yeah, this. Yeah, I'm actually going to watch you, this. You've sold me, even though you haven't sold you yourself. Like, this show is bad. You sold like, the Devonport. Sign me up. <laughs> We're in. Give me some trash. It's, it's, it's trash, a, It's a tricky enough I'll give it a few more episodes. I think you secretly like it. I don't know if I like it. That's I can tell that he doesn't like it. I don't know if I do. I don't know. I don't know if I do yet. Interesting. The compensative <laughs> dating, dating thing was like, what the fuck's that? I'll keep yeah. watching for that. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know if it's a death game though. That's the thing. Nah, it doesn't count. No, well, I suppose it's, it's like a game. It's, it's, it's a, a game. It's a game. It's a, game it's a of twisted financial. game. It's a twisted game. Yeah. But then again, as I said, next episode, it could be an absolute massacre. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It'll be like one of the players yeah. kills someone yeah, and then they'll yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh, good. How can we go on? We're still friends. About our friendship. <laughs> Nakama. Nakama. Yeah. Um, well, very interesting. Tamadachi game. If that sounds interesting to you, sounds interesting to me. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I would give it a crack. I give yeah. it at least I give it at least How two many fourth episodes. How many gateways? Yeah. Uh I'd say we're still in the middle. We're in the middle five. Okay, okay. Because we're at episode three. Everything at episode three is just like yeah, place setting. Unless you're Spy X yeah. family. Yeah, you know. well, you know it's like oh, ten. Yeah. yeah. Top Eight, nine. Tier. Yeah. Top tier. Okay. So speaking of uh shows which are trashed, but I'm um, well into and like proven formulas, which again, for whatever reason, just keep hooking me back. This is a show called Ao Aishi. Now this is a seinen sports manga series written by Naochiko Ueno and Yugo Kobayashi. Kobayashi does all the illustrations. So it started serialization in Japan in January 2015 in Shogakukugan's Big Comic Spirits and has over 9 million copies in circulation as of October last year. Also, a spin-off manga focuses on Ashito's brother, Shun, uh, titled Ao Ashi Brother Foot, which began last year in 2021, which is July, July 2021. This is a sports anime. Ashito Ao is a young, aspiring soccer player from a backwater town in Japan. His hopes of potentially joining an elite high school on a soccer scholarship are dashed when he loses his cool during a tournament game where all the scouts are present. 
when another player deliberately tries to put him off because he's killing it by talking trash about his single working class mother, resulting in Ashito headbutting him and being red carded, resulting in his team ultimately being smashed because he's their only good player. However, the manager of a top J-League club's youth team, Tokyo City Esperon FC, the manager's name Tatsuyo Fukuda, sees extreme potential in Ashito and invites him to try out for their team. This is just ticking every box. He is like, he is a genius player, but he won't pass the ball. And like, you know, he's like, I'll do it all myself, you know, but then he realizes that actually, because he's the best player on the team, he realizes that his teammates were the reason that he could play the way that he wanted because they understood him. Isn't this haiku? It's it's everything. It's haiku <laughs> soccer. It's- and hook it to my phones. <laughs> it's so... It's, it's so formulaic. It is just every trope. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Hell yes. And of course, the the, the, the manager of, of the youth team was once the great Japanese player who went to Spain and was about to be the next superstar, but then did his name. Spain. And, well, Spain's huge soccer. soccer. As a European, I know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. There was a Japanese yeah. person in Spain. Well, yes. Well, apparently yeah. he was one of them uh, yeah, right. in this fictional world. And, you know, he was, like, playing for a huge club and then, of course, got shockingly injured. And, you know, now he's come back and he's like, no, I want to make Japan I want to make Japan a soccer superpower. I'm going to raise the next generation to be the superstar generation. We're going to be on the world stage. You, come with me. Like, you have potential. It's all that stuff. Are they all and, high school like, students? All high school. It's all, like, youth team. There's only two episodes at the time of recording that have come out. And, yeah, the second episode he's tried out. And he was stinking. But he did this one thing, this one thing. Was that one that thing? one thing he did, which made every coach be like, Interesting, you know, and he's the backwater angry kid, but like lives for soccer, lives for it, like they all do. Is soccer big in Japan? Yeah, yeah, I know rugby's huge. Um, and yeah, baseball and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty big. Baseball yeah. is their national sport. Which is um, so bizarre, but I guess bizarre. the American sort of World War Two sort of. That's exactly right. Uh, so yeah, Japan is a national sport technically. Rugby's big, obviously. Um, volleyball is is quite large. Uh, you know, but not as big it's as called the haiku, but who knows? Yeah, haiku, but no, it's it's big. It's not a huge like international thing. But who who's who's into volleyball really? You know, in what country? Brazil. So, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're more they more into soccer. Um, yeah, yeah. Is Australia yeah. into volleyball? Well, I mean, beach volleyball. Funny enough, Gerald Lillywhite, who has been on this podcast many times, his brother played for the Australian youth team in volleyball. Which character is he from Haikyuu? <laughs> <laughs> kind of Tsukishima, I guess. Like, Good on him. I yeah, can yeah. see that. But yeah, so this is actually produced by Production IG, who of course made Haikyuu and Kuroko No Basket, uh, Moriarty the Patriot, Psychopaths, many, many things. But these guys know how to make sports shows, okay? And it looks fantastic. It looks great. And it, look, like I said, at the moment it's only been two episodes. It's tropey as hell, but I'm, I'm fucking here for it, man. You know, like, I'm, I'm here for it. He's basically Hinata. From Haiku, but like a little bit more brazen. Yeah, okay. Uh, less wholesome. When was it written? Sorry, 2015 was when it so started. It's quite the new. Yeah, it's quite new. But mm. nine million, nine million copies in circulation. It's popular. It's popular, but there's another soccer manga. I was there. about to say the big one, the big one. Why hasn't that been made yet? It's, it's it, being made this year. It's, it's coming. coming. This year. Yeah, it's sorry, coming. Ayoashi, you might be out done by the block. What were the two Blue basketball lock, right? animes? There was Kuroko no Basketball and Slam Dunk. Yeah, Iconic. I feel like nineties though. It's proper OG. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be the similar situation where like this anime is going to be here, and then Blue Lock's going to come out, and people are like, yeah. Fuck so that shit. there is a an a manga which is unfathomably popular in Japan and or well, amongst anyone who reads manga called Blue Lock, 
And again, kind of, I mean, it's not a death match at all, but like it's kind of set up as in a setting of like, Japan needs a new striker. Let's put all the best strikers into this like deathmatch setting where no one yeah. dies, but like, you know, it's, but you know, it's a, but it's a match of like, you know, and they're yes. eliminated. It's you called know. tournament. Tournament. It's a tournament. It's tournament you're looking for. The word is tournaments. <laughs> I prefer death Competition. Match. Death yeah, match. <laughs> die for soccer. Die for soccer. Live balls. and die for soccer, man. That's what I'm after. I want passion, you know? So, Don't you hate soccer? I'm not a soccer fan at all, but you put it in an anime form and you run it through the Haikyuu prism. I'm fucking <laughs> living for it. That already sounds better than Haikyuu. Like, Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Don't say crazy things you can't take back, Charlie. <laughs> Isn't Blue Lock considered as good as Haikyuu in terms well, of manga? Uh, well, it remains to be seen. But uh, yes. I can't wait till so. Sam I enjoy Blue Lock. watches Blue Lock. a lot of Blue Lock and... Uh... Pretty good. Look, apparently, uh, that's 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 gonna the, come the, out I haven't seen anyone dying it yet, though. So. <laughs> of sports <laughs> anime. Sports anime. You've, got to, sports anime. you've got to do a pretty big job to unseat the undisputed king of sports. Sports anime, anime which is IQ? obviously Haikyuu. Come on. Hey, I thought it was. Uh, dance, dance, dance. Dance, dance, dance. Honestly, no, I love what it. About, um, Boxing one. Um, Megalobox. Yeah, is that not the. Megalobox. Box isn't close. Like It's good, but that's a slice of life. Really, and that they've got robot arms yeah, as well. That's, 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 that's slice of life, and sports. But no, Hajime no Weppo is very famous too, and yeah. and really really good. And OG, a bit like Slam Dunk, like really really fantastic. Mm. In fact, Slam Dunk. The haiku is oh, haiku is the best. Yeah, by far. Right, okay. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my top three shows of all time. Full stop. Let alone sport. Don't even start. How many times have I talked about this? I'm not going to do this again. Is it better than the Shield. Yes. Oh, <laughs> someone to get Michael Chiklis in here. Oh <laughs> get Michael on the phone. He's been Easter. Round him up. No one's seen him for years, and now he's going to come out and get furious at me. But, um, Got to hope Michael Chiklis shows up in Blue Lock. <laughs> Blue Lock is the, is, and that's I believe coming this year, possibly early next year. Are there some people who like back? Is that like a fandom? Oh, it's a huge war? fandom. Yeah. Uh, is there like a war though between Blue checked. Lock? Yeah, but I can't wait for the crossover episode where the teams play each other. Oh, imagine? Could you God. imagine? Oh, and they're all screaming at each other about random bullshit random in the past. <laughs> well, actually, Hajime Isayama, obviously Attack on Titan's creator, rated Blue Lock as his favorite. Manga, I think last around this time last year, yeah, right. he was asked, "So, what's your favorite manga at the moment?" It's like Blue Lock, no question. So, like, it's um, it's going to be a whole thing when it does happen. But Aoishi, it's good. It, you know, it's like I say, if you're a, if you're a fucking basic bitch like me and you just like sports, sports, shows, ball. Uh, you know, check it out. If it sounds really generic and basic, it is, and you don't need to watch it. But you know what? It ticks every box. So take that as you will. Charlotte, what are you watching? All right, I'm going to briefly mention the Kaguya yes. Summer Season 3 is currently out and it's just as good, if not better, than it was the last two seasons. I've talked about it for a while. It's our Kaguya Summer Lovers War. Um, I won't go in too much into it just because we've, talk- we've already covered it, but I do think that it is absolutely worth watching. If you haven't watched from the beginning, please do. But you can also watch it randomly. It's very episodic. The way it's, like, structured is just kind of three little tiny episodes and it's like snapshots of the lives of the zany student council. But um, <laughs> the way that it's done, it's actually probably the funniest. It's actually funnier than Spy Family. Really? It's way more of a comedy though. It's like yeah, a true, yeah. full balls out comedy. It's a high school. And it's just funny comedy. because the characters even look similar. Like um, yeah, uh, Shiragane and Lloyd look like Law, um, Yor and um, Kaguya look alike. True. And I'm like, it's just like them, they got older or something. Like I kind of like, they in my actually, head, I'm like, they, they actually got older. did a crossover recently. They, yeah, they, uh, someone drew it. Yeah, someone I saw it. it. Yeah. And I was like, someone beat me to it. <laughs> I was going to do Bastards. it. <sighs> my amazing art skills. Um, but we'll talk about one that I watched because, again, I was like, this could be interesting from a gender standpoint. Mm-hmm. This one's called Shikamori is Not Just a Cutie. Yes. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but uh, I clicked <laughs> on it and was like, mm hmm. 
and I <laughs> watched it. This exists. And the premise is that there's a protagonist, and honestly I don't know his name because he is kind of really unforgettable, but he is just a second-year high school student who has some really bad luck. So the opening sequence is him like getting out of bed, like falling over, like, and his parents being like, please don't die on your way to school. Literally, like he gets like things will fall and he gets like falls out like a bird poos on him and he's just like, oh. And then he gets to school and he's this like beautiful girl is waiting for him. That's Shikabori who is his girlfriend. So he's got this like beautiful, very popular girlfriend. And, um, yeah, and it's, they're, that's actually really sweet. Like, you know, they're actually really nice couple. They get there and they, like, see if they're in the same class together and they are. And um, she's just as excited as he is. Then there's, like, a cut to them walking and a truck comes and is about to hit him and she just, like, does this super cool, like, dodge thing and, like, slams against the wall and she, like, is animated to look all cool and stuff. And um, her name's Shikamori. So Shikamori is not just a cutie. Is that she's actually this, like, total badass. <laughs> and everything she does is super fucking cool. Okay. But it's not very ladylike. So she's always like, oh, so there's like a sequence where they go bowling. The girl's like, oh, I'm so bad at bowling. And one of them pulls aside. They're like, if you want to impress your boyfriend, you should be like, it's super cute to like not be good at bowling. And then her boyfriend gets up and he's terribly bad because he's so bad at everything. <laughs> and then she gets the world record score and looks really cool doing it. And then, But what I love is that he's not like, threatened at all he like loves it he's like she's so cool like he's like starts like clapping awesome. he's like my girlfriend is so cool <laughs> that's, that's the whole storyline that's fun yeah it is fun and it's like very different to what you would usually see and like it's yes. played for gags that she she's just awesome and she's really cool she's a badass that's the whole thing she's not just a cutie she's also a total badass and is really I like it yeah that sounds really fun it is fun i would say that it's unfortunately in a season that's pretty packed with some good comedy, mm. it's funny, but that's kind of all. It, like, it's I wasn't compelled to watch any further than two episodes. I was okay. kind of like, and also I don't love the way they've animated the eyes. They look really creepy and vacant. It's beautiful, like it's a beautiful looking show, and it's got a huge fan base in the manga. People really like it. I do think it's an interesting twist, and it's like, you know, we love a self aware piece. We, do. we love a bit of meta, and at the moment. I like lo- I love his the protagonist's reaction of being super into it is great because I think <laughs> that like in other series like you know You're super threatened and salty yeah 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 but she's obviously there's a bit of a thing where people are like why is she dating him like kind of vibe but sure. she she super loves him and like they're actually a really nice couple and they're a couple from the start and they're not afraid of being a couple they're not like oh my god I'm blushing they, yeah, they're yeah. cute they're like a bit shy because they're fucking thirteen or fourteen or whatever mm. but they're not like they're together already and that's. Okay. Always nice to see because usually in anime it's like we waited for five, 50 episodes and they held <laughs> hands or had an indirect kiss. They do that thing on the bus where like two fingers touch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, the indirect kiss is so weird. Oh, indirect, God, that's the a, indirect that's a real trope which shouldn't be one. Uh, now it's like in the in the COVID age, the indirect kiss is just problematic. You're like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what? Like, just the trope is ruined. It's um, over. And I'm a big sucker for romance stuff. Like, I Actually, no, so I don't really watch much romance in terms of like I wouldn't watch a romance movie that came out, like an American romance movie really. I would mm. have no interest. But for some reason, any like anime romance or like <laughs> J-drama and like K-drama romance, which are the most tropey, ridiculous, so far removed from my life thing, I will watch the shit out of like <laughs> I watched the best one on Netflix. I watched A Business Proposal and it was number three in Australia. Like it did fucking well. Like okay. South like Korean J-drama. Um, yeah. Proposal. K-drama. No, K-drama. Um, but it's like a classic trope. And I, I was watching this being like, man, because I've read so much shoujo, it's like the same thing, like that kind yeah. of. Like it's like my my billionaire playboy boss randomly proposed to me for like something. Like it's just so weird. <laughs> but I was like, excellent. So. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. See, yep. Romance, K-drama, J-drama, anime is to you 
what trashy sports anime is to me. 100%. You know, like that's just, you know. What's but the haiku of trashy romance anime? Kaguya, oh, right? it's not trashy, but Fruits Basket is hey, there. Oh, okay, okay. there it is. How yeah. dare you? The gla- <laughs> um, what's the trashy one? Though? The trashy one? Well, Haiku's oh, not trashy either. Yeah. However. Yeah, sounds trashy. You've watched it. What are we talking about? Haiku. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's the other volleyball one? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, another one, one. No one cares. Or do they? Like we don't know. The bike club is like pedaling. There's so many. There's so yeah. many, man. Like there, there are sports animes for days. We've done an episode of this back in season one, but like just watch. I, I can't think of like, I think I I prefer the trashy live action right. dramas. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've, there's not that many rom-com animes really that are actually fully yeah. rom-com. Like they're quite, um. It, took, it takes so long for the characters to get together that you kind of, mm. it's like Toradora, um, yeah, yeah. all yeah. those classics, School Rumble. They're pretty funny. Kaguya Summer is great though. Yeah, so you just fully suggest Kaguya Summer. Oh, 100%. Also, Shikamaru's no Kaguya is great as well, but I, I think that you might only enjoy it if you've watched a lot of anime. Yeah, sure. I don't think it's as successful, whereas I think Kaguya Summer is just actually funny. Like yeah, the way that it, the setup is and the way it's done, it's beautifully animated, mm. very well acted, very well directed, and just funny. Like it's yeah. subjectively hilarious. Well, that is our pick of the bunch of spring. 2022 it's it's pretty decent season actually like we've had a few weak ones i mean this one has been carried a lot by some big heavy hitting sequels obviously shield hero kaguya summer and of course one new spy spy family which is just you know leaving everything in its dust have we got a shonen trash one? Oh, not really one of the first times in a while, actually, isn't it? Yeah. I always, whenever we do this episode, I always go home and then look up what we haven't watched and find a gem. So we'll probably bring that up later. I'm, I'm sure. Like, like, like when I missed Ranking, Ranking of, of Kings. Kings, which is now one of my favorite shows ever. Ooh. So, so good. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Like, the good thing about doing these episodes for us is that, like, it also makes us go and watch so many different things. And look, even if we come to it later, we'll let you know. Don't worry. If there's one takeaway from this, watch Spy Family. I'm sure you are already. But if you aren't, do it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to yeah. definitely watch Tamadachi Game myself. That's all I've yeah, cool. taken Let something me know away from this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my God, watch Kaguya Summer. Yeah, I know, Kaguya I know, Summer. I know, I know, I know. But I'm not going to watch <laughs> watch Fruits Basket. Is that what you going to say? No, watch I mean, definitely do that. Yes, I know. I'm not going to watch your song. I have a list. You don't have to. I'm waiting for Blue Lock. I'm Blue Lock sounds sick. I'm not soiling myself with some past song. I can't wait for this one to be the secret better one. Like, I yeah, love that. It is. I'll come back. Yeah. Look, we'll see. Right. Like I said, maybe I've only watched two episodes. There are only two episodes out. Maybe it falls apart. But um, it's fun at the moment. It's, yeah. you know, it's not going to change anyone's lives, but it's fun. All right. That is our spring 2022 season roundup. Get amongst it. And if you've got any shows that you're watching, let us know. We'd love to check it out too. Before we leave, I'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, that is Curtis. That is Grant. That is Stuart. That is Dom, Christian, Caroline, Samantha, and Alex. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Catch you next time. This is a little bonus episode. We're going to take a little bit of a break, actually. There will be some bonus content coming out for the patrons. However, we'll see you guys in a little while. We're just going to take a little break, figure out our next season, and we'll be back with more podcast content. But if you want to follow us on our Instagram, we'll be producing content on YouTube, on social media in the meantime. So we'll catch you next time. All the best. Thank you. Bye.